Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week we are going to be breaking down the patch 3.3 trailer, which is only a week from this episode airing live over on Twitch. In a week you'll be able to continue your animal weapon, you'll be able to take on Nidhogg, and we will find out the conclusion of the Dragon Song War, but first... We're going to talk about all that tonight, so I have, I am, of course, one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveromo, and joining me, as per usual, is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. Sly Helen Keller, a.k.a. You my boy, Blue. How you doing, Sly? Wawa. Wawa. Wawa? I took me a second to realize that you were pretending to be Helen Keller, yeah. recognizing water. For anyone who's wondering why Sly sounds different, and I expect that... I, I, and everyone who's here for the beginning of the show, live, I need you to tell everyone who comes in during the show and goes, oh my god, why the Sly sounds so different, new headset. Let them know that his old headset was making that <laughs> crackling noise, and he just plugged in a, a different one, so the the sound of his audio is different, but it was better than having to do that whole <laughs> thing all over me again. Me trying to strangle my headset the entire time, yeah. It, it's... Yeah, pretty much him going, fuck you. Fuck you? Yeah. Okay, fuck this shit. I'm throwing this headset away. And it's yeah. really not the headset. It's just the microphone part. Like, I could still use the headset and hear the audio. It's just microphone. Yeah. So he'll probably be a little bit lower um, today. So you might have to turn the volume up. That being said, the way we're going to start the stream, you may not want to necessarily blast your headsets because it may be a little loud. So, last Friday, patch 3.3 trailer drop, Sly. Woo! See, he sounds fine right there. It's just he's got he's got to he's got to talk with your chest. Got to say it with my chest. I got to yell constantly. Yeah, okay, I can do that the entire. Chest. I can do that the entire podcast. I can do that. Yeah. Okay. Good. So uh, before we actually break down the different parts of the trailer, we're just gonna we're gonna just watch it like this. <laughs> we gotta we gotta watch. It. I was I want to watch it again anyway because the music is phenomenal. So, well, I don't want, I guess I could just listen to it, but it, it's got so, it feels so much more emotional in the context of the trailer itself. So, with one week left before 3.3 Sly, what do you say we, uh, we tune over and watch the trailer itself? I don't have popcorn, but I have beer. Let's do this. Hey, yeah, at least I have half the components that you need. All right, well, I'm going to mute myself. Sly, you mute yourself, and let's watch the trailer for 3.3 Revenge of the Horde.
All right, and on that note, let me make sure it doesn't start playing one of my videos, because that's the very next video that it wants to play, is my reaction to it. Hey guys, Mr. Happy here. So now you can all turn your volume back up so you can hear Sly and I better. Just giving them warning that I'm trying to direct the flow of volume, because I sound lower than usual, you sound lower than usual. Of course. Yeah, I just figure it's better that way. So, that was the trailer for 3... I don't know about you, I mean, we're not going to talk about it from end to start but uh yeah every time i i end that trailer i'm always like oh the music come on dragon i was actually not the biggest fan of dragon song until it was put in context of that trailer pretty much i was like ah dragon song reminds me of answers i still like answers better but just like answers it's way better when put in context with the actual boss fight <laughs> i don't know about you at least that's how i feel about it I don't need any context for it. it. It's actually a good song to me. Uh, it, it's definitely not answers. I, um, if I were to go to like a distant world, I would love to hear it live. But yeah, it, it it's still a good song nonetheless. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so we're actually going to go through piece by piece of the trailer. We're going to talk about it in the order that things happen, which kind of sucks because we have to talk about the main scenario first. Right. And then wait, 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 before the anything, before yeah. anything, the start of the trailer, like didn't. Didn't Estinian slash Nidhogg feel like he had that Batman vibe going? I am vengeance, I am the knight, I am Nidhogg. Or, yeah, <laughs> I am that, Nidhogg. Yeah. He had he had the whole Batman vibe going on. Because I'm Nidhogg. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the big thing here, I mean, that's probably some of the better voice acting that's come out of the English via, via VA. I don't know about you, but like when I hear him saying... He's Nidhogg. I mean, that's the happiest I've been with the English voice acting. And then immediately you hear Estinian talking, and when they cut over to his face, his lips aren't moving while he's talking. <laughs> it's like, oh, and here we go, back to reality again. So the first thing that is, shows off in the trailer is the main scenario quests, which uh, brings us down to what is essentially the opening to Heavensward. This is the scene from the opening of Heavensward, basically, uh, where... It shows the warrior of the warrior of light basically take on the dragoon AF2 armor and prepare to defend Ishgard from the Dravanian horde. So, how literal of an interpretation do you think that we're gonna get here with that? Because it looks like that entire battle is just taking place on the front gate. Well, the one thing you have to realize about that is, and we're gonna talk about that more when we go to Sorkai, is if you remember the opening for Heaven's Ward, you see a lot of uh, Durgans that look like Kreisfalker. Mm -hmm. And it kind of confused me that when we when we saw the Sork High part of it, like, you're fighting Kreisfalker. Now, are you fighting Kreisfalker or one another dragon that looks similar to Kreisfalker? I think that ultimately what it came down to is um, they just, they used Kreisfelger's model for a lot of the trailer. I don't mm -hmm. think that we actually are fighting Kreisfelger in the initial Heavensward trailer. And I have a feeling, because here's the thing, we're technically trespassing on Forsaken Ground when we're in Sorkai, because that's Redditosker's, who, Redditosker's death is what sparked Nidhogg to be, like, furious with everyone and why he confronted uh, Ishgard in the first place and then they took his eyes and then it, just, it got worse from there, pretty much. Um, so we're treading upon sacred dragon land at this point. I don't know if Sorkai is... Now, do we get permission? Because, yeah. it, you know, we have to go to, we have to go to the dragons for permission to do anything, let alone breathe. That's what we've, we've kind of done throughout Heaven's War. Well, can we do this? Okay. 
you can do it, but you got to do this for me. Uh, you know, so I think that like that's going to be the one caveat to going to Sorkai, if not just without permission from dragons. Um, we end up getting permission to go to Sorokai, and then something happens. I have a feeling that we we probably need something from Sorokai to stand up to Nidhogg. I mean, it's always possible Reda Tosker left something behind there. But Harry Svelger's not just going to let us have it. He's not necessarily there to defend Sorokai. He's there to test us. Either that or he's made Sorokai his home. And we're going there again. I, I have a feeling whatever the result is, we're not against Trace Felger, but Trace Felger, after all that has happened, he's not just going to let us have whatever it is that's in Sorkai, or he's not just going to give us the blessing of, you know, his assistance when it comes to the Dragon Song War, which is ultimately... I mean, what... he, really, he really hasn't, like, assisted us in any way. He's he... just basically said, um, you know, this is... I mean, it's, I it's okay if you want to go make a truce with yeah. him. It's pretty much all he's done. And then right. Midgard Sommer is just like, what the? I don't know what the fuck's going on with you guys. You guys got problems down there. You're, that's my children. I like this guy. I like the Warrior Light. I like my children. Like, fucking, I don't know. You guys settle it, and I'll just, I'll be here when the dust settles. I better see some Midgard Sommer pop up at some point this patch. Big or small? It, I, well, probably mount-sized. I can't imagine he's going to go back to being a full-size Midgard Somer after this. I would be hard-pressed. I think he eventually has to. I mean, he's got to grow up and be Big Daddy Midi again one day, but I don't think that it's going to have happened between 3.0 and and 3.3. Granted, between 2.5 and 3.0, he became, you know, slightly bigger Midgard Somer, so it's hard to tell. Um, but it's it's questionable of why we're going. I mean, here's the thing. It makes sense that we're that Trace Velger's the last boss because we were wondering why we were fighting Moglin. Um, but that's the thing. Like, why is Moglin there as opposed to at their place? That's why I'm, I'm hard pressed to believe this isn't just some long string of tests for. Because uh, we're like, what are we gonna kill Trace Velger's brood? We're gonna kill those dragons. It might show them dying, but I can't imagine them legit dying. Like, because that's fucked up. Like, oh, I'm going to test you, and my children are going to die. <laughs> I want them to die. I want you to kill my children so that I can trust you. Uh, that's, a, that's a shit daddy. Yeah, that's a shit daddy. I would say so myself. Then again, after Midgard Somer's example, I can't really blame them for not exactly knowing how to be a father figure. <laughs> I, 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 at least I wouldn't be surprised. Either way... It's funny that we well now we're talking about Sorkai. Sorkai's not even part of the main scenario part slide. Now we're out of no. order. We'll just skip it later. We'll skip it. We'll skip it later. I mean, here's the thing. The problem is Sorkai and the and the final steps of faith both kind of play into the very first thing we see, which is the main scenario. Right. But I mean, there's gotta be more to the main scenario than we walk up, we talk to an NPC, and all of a sudden the next however long is just Ishgard getting shit on. So if it's not part of this main scenario, where exactly does it fit in? Because it... it oh, no. It's, it's all part of the main this. story. It's all part of the main story. It's there's just that... Link, there's a link to it and us fighting Nidhogg again, but I don't know which comes first, Nidhogg or Sorkai. It's definitely Sorkai. Because here's the thing. When Lucia says we have to wait for Emmerich to return, it's very clear that he's gone to see Trace Velger personally. And that he's returning from that. Because he he pops up right there at the end and he protects her from the falling debris. Right. Um, so we're going to get those Amaric Lucia fanfics probably this patch at some point. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, we already know Lucia has interest in him and he's kind of too busy with the war. So now that the war is over, maybe he'll finally friggin' do something. They're 
gonna make babies. He's gonna make babies. He's gonna make half Garlean babies. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it was weird to me the way they approached this trailer. I mean, normally even when it comes down to their trailer screenings, it's very predictable. But it was strange to me that they started with the main scenario, then put Sork high at the end, and then Nidhogg at the end. I mean, I understand that's kind of like your your highlight of the patch, and they always save the highlight of the patch for the very end, which is usually the main scenario itself. But I think that kind of the idea was, it reminds me of the 2.5 trailer, where it leads with the 2.5 main scenario, and the trailer ends with the 2.55 main scenario. I think it's kind of the same way, where it's like, here's part one, and then Nidhogg himself is like a finale, in a sense. So, if if we're shutting things down with Nidhogg here, and this is kind of post- 3.3 speculation. How the fuck are they going to end Heaven's Ward? With us going to Alamigo. I mean, that's the thing. Literally, that's what's so strange about, about these main scenario is, uh-huh. like I said, I said this with 2.0 to 2.55. There was never really a, a, a conclusion to that. It was just that it was just story event after story event leading up to Heaven's Ward. Literally all right. of 2.1 to like 2. To, to 3.0 or to 2.55 was lead up to us eventually getting to Ishgard because the events of 2.1 and 2.2 all just kind of like they introduced Igiri, they set up us us becoming a more prominent figure, and then 2.3 when the defenders of Eorzea are made, and then 2.4 when we finally actually start working together with Ishgard. Like there was no real what felt like a conclusion. It was just 2.1, 2.2, 2.3. Everything was an introduction to new characters. Right. There's no solid conclusion. We're getting a, a definitive conclusion to Heaven's Ward in this patch, and now the remaining two patches are setting up for an expansion. Whereas they kind of just They've littered it about, but now it's literally all of this is flat out. Here is us getting ready for the expansion. And that's what kind of irks me about it is that we're closing out the um, the Dragon Song War, quote unquote, this patch. Yet there are still dragons who we haven't seen who probably don't give a fuck about this war. Uh, yet we we still know they're out there. And like, Tiamat's still locked up. Tiamat's still locked up. Free my baby, Big T. Freer, freer. She didn't want to be freed. She's suffering for her transgressions. She accepts her fate. I think she's going to be free once the Dragon Song War ends. Once we get closer to Alamigo, we will have a need for Big T. I don't know. That's that's the that's the only other thing I'm kind of curious about at this point. When we conclude the Dragon Song War, it's it's sort of implied that Hrace Velger's brood will we will be at peace with because that's been mm-hmm. kind of like a long term goal. What, how does that play into the future of the story? Like, that's a pretty important detail. It's not just like it's, oh, we don't have to kill dragons anymore because we definitely are going to keep killing dragons. But it's it's like we now literally have an allied brood, an, an allied brood of Midgard Sarmer's children right. with us. And how does that play into our war with Alamigo? Does that play, is that another ally for us to take against against the Garleans? Are they an ally in that war? Or are they just peace at peace with Ishgard? Like, where does it all stand is really the next question. Yeah, and that plus the speculation with Omega Weapon and, and, Omega and Weapon, Shinryu. Yeah. I don't know where it fits. And there's, there's a question of sure if, if Shinryu is even a child of Midgard Summer. We're assuming that he is. He could still be his own entire entity that is completely True, unlikely. but... It's unlikely. When we, when we talked about this, like... Like months ago, we were talking about how many dragons there were, how many we've gone through so far, um, and how many, and which ones are left. And we know that we have Fafnir, who is still remaining, uh, right. who is, who's off somewhere. 
let's see. Reddit Oscar's dead. Nidhogg is about to die. Race Felger, we we've got we've kept track of. Bahamut's already dead, but the people were the way people were talking a few months back. Like we would read this the whole Bahamut thing, and I only see that happening. Not really. No. Um, and then you have Fafnir. Uh, and then there's just the two remaining ones that I don't really know of. Yeah. And then, but here's the thing: it's like I I find it hard to think of Shinryu as a child of Midgard Somer with his history in Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like it makes sense for Fafnir, it makes sense for Nidhogg, it makes sense for Ratatoskr. Like those, none of those are like dragons that have like be all end all experiences and are supposed to be consistent throughout the different games. That's the thing about Shinryu: he's supposed to be consistent between the games. And from what I remember, Tiamat's not one of the seven. Because I, I don't think Tiamat's considered... Because Tiamat's a completely different type of dragon. All the other seven dragons that are the direct children of mm-hmm. Midgard Summer, they all look like Kreis Velger and Nidhogg. They don't look like Tiamat. Tiamat is like a literally like completely different looking. It could just be that it's she's like the fucking ugly duckling of them all. <laughs> and she just looks different. I, that, Why is she going to be ugly? That picture, I'm... I'm, I don't know. I got to look at that picture of the seven dragons again. Because I don't recall any dragon that looked like Tiamat being in the artwork with the seven dragons. Because that is, I mean, we literally have artwork. And then, I mean, I mean, but the thing is, by dragon terms, every child, every single dragon that has ever been born is a son or daughter of Midgard Sarmer. Like, that's the thing, by dragon, by dragon qualities, like, dragons have a bunch of fucked up weird things that you guys need to keep in mind. It's incest is considered okay within dragon broods. That's one thing. Are you saying they're southern? Yes. Um, yeah, and also with everybody, every dragon on the hierarchy that is above a specific dragon is now its father or mother. Like it's not like direct biological necessarily, but it's like anything on the hierarchy that is above it will be, cons- well, yeah, he's the father of, Midgard's is the father of all dragons, so, of course he refers to Tiamat as daughter, you know what I mean? That doesn't necessarily mean it's a direct brood kind of thing. Right. So, uh, I gotta, I gotta find the picture somewhere. Or dragons reproduce asexually. Well, I mean, yeah, but they still have lovers. Love is still a thing. You know what I mean? A Durgan love. Yeah, they still have Durgan love. I mean, Tiamat herself says Bahamut's the lover. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I just need to see the picture of the seven dragons that have that, and I need to see if. But for the most part, we just know that they're shit parents, according to all the dragons in uh, Annex Trine, because they're always losing their fucking children, and we gotta go find them. Pretty much. They're there, fucking there, daycare. There you go. Yeah, and Tiomon was a was a consort, so it's like even if they reproduce asexually, they're still fucking going on there. <laughs> <laughs> There's still fucking going on, because literally the last boss of one is Tiamon is a consort of Nidhogg. So there's still fucking going on somewhere. That's all I'm going to say. Can we get a quote of that, please, someone in chat? Yeah. Please. There's still, like... There's still fucking going on. It's the truth. <laughs> there absolutely is still there. Okay, so we can talk about that. The big thing is we get to see the scene on the final steps of faith which is the final confrontation with Nidhogg. And we, then we also have, um, we also have, uh, what's it called? The, the events in Sorkai. What else is happening here? Like, there has to be a lead up to, there has to be a teaser for 3.4. There has to be the eventual, like, we did it, we win, yay. What else is happening here? 
Do you think we're going to get a 45-minute cutscene here? Like, do you think the no, battle... It's too soon for a 45-minute cutscene, and alongside the whole we did it thing, like, Square has a thing for proving us wrong that you didn't really do anything. Yeah. You, I mean, you may have you may have stopped... You've, you've accomplished more, nothing. But there's still some, something going on. You, you've only, you only stopped one thing in, in the, the long doom train of things to come. All I know is is that I want a teaser for Doom Train. Anyway, <laughs> now, now uh, we we've kind of talked about like the story implications of um, of Sorkai and uh, Final Steps of Faith. Um, now, going back to last week, we were talking about mechanics, and we finally get a glimpse of mechanics. So I, by the way, I'm calling Hap Jesus on this one. Okay. Um, I said that we were probably going to have a full-on council fight with Fermoglin, very akin to Code King. That's absolutely right. the fucking case. You can see the Gladiator Moogle covering him. You can see the right. other ones making AoEs and shit. It's not going to be like Good King Mogamog exactly. It's going to be a much easier fight overall. But mm -hmm. it's still, like, we're not just going to fight one Moogle when all these Moogles are responsible for us going around picking up baskets. I want them all dead. I do. Skin them. <sighs> Roz, I'm sorry. Skin I'm sorry. those Moogles. Skin those I'm Moogles. sorry. Make a carpet uh, out of them. I, I'm a Moogle hater a little bit, but not that much. I'm not saying skin the fucking Moogles. Good lord. Uh, and um, the Hraithfelder fight. When I saw the platforms, the one thing I thought about was Spectral Keeper in Final Fantasy X. You know what I thought of? What? The Kraken. Why? Oh, yeah. Because well, yeah, I, I, I remember, I remember I the nightmare of coordinating people jumping between platforms, and there are a lot more right. platforms. I have a feeling yeah. jumping between the platforms is not going to be, how do I say, as annoying um, here, because it's not like Kraken where you have the one tentacle that's following the tank, and then the tank has to jump to another platform, and then it goes under, but then he has to leave that platform, so he goes back, and then all of a sudden the tentacle's just like, vroom, 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 over and over again. Which I don't think will happen here. It'd still be annoying a little bit, but it's I have a feeling it's annoying. And, it, and like when you said Kraken, I mean, I went back and thought, like, yeah, it's a little bit like Kraken. But the one thing I thought about was Spectral Keeper from Ten, where you had to, you know, move to move people to certain platforms uh, to avoid getting hit. Um, oh, is, that how, is that how that fight goes? You want to know how my version of that fight went? How? I hit him once and he was dead. That was my version of the fight. Oh, God. <laughs> Bahamut. Bahamut. Some, wait, wait, wait. What summon did you fucking use? Bahamut. I, I literally had him bitch slap with... Uh, Bahamut literally just walked up, pff, bitch slap dead mechanics? What? Thank you, Bahamut, for hitting for fucking 50k right there. You bitched out. You bitched out of a good fight. I didn't even over level at that point. All I had, to, all I did was continue through the game, and Bahamut was just hitting for fifty. You bitch out of a good fight. I didn't have overdrive. Oh yeah, I didn't have overdrive for the fight. I usually don't. I didn't. I didn't need it. <laughs> I didn't need fucking overdrive for that fight. That's all I know. So since we were already on talking about Nidhog in the main story and mechanics and all that funky stuff, um, <laughs> Nidhog. Remember when I said how every dragon fight looks the same to me? It didn't do much to dispute that until the very end. True. It, it pretty much... It looks like Vishap? It, no, it doesn't look anything like Vishap. It looks like every dragon I've ever fought before. It's like, okay, so it starts, it starts the part for Final Steps of Faith, and it shows, okay, Fire Breath attack. What is the next thing it shows? Okay, shoots AoEs, 
Fire Breath attack that covers half the friggin' platform. Third, adds. Adds that we've all fought before. Tharl, Um, and Kosh. Tharl, Um, and Kosh, which are all the bosses from the Fates, of the Darkscale Fates. Um, Darkscale himself's dead, but uh, uh, in this case, you know, that's... If it's not Tharl, Um, and Kosh, then it's... Because we killed them, I'm pretty sure. It's, it's generals just like Tharl, Um, and Kosh. And then... And then you kill those, and then, oh, he's got a wing attack that does AoE damage. Fantastic. And then he goes into the super attack, and that's when the fight will probably change pretty different. I hope there's twisters, man. That would be great. So anyway. it'll change our um, Seth? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. He go, except he's the opposite. He goes from being really big to being really small. <laughs> really small, but really powerful. Yeah, pretty much. I just, I, I mean, like, that's the thing, though. Like, when I see a dragon fight, pretty much the way you make a dragon fight more interesting is what they did at the very end, where he becomes Nidstinian, pretty much, or Esthog. Or, or Esthog. Yeah. I, I, pref I prefer Nidstinian over Esthog. Like, come on now. Like, that's just, yeah. Oh, and that's right, and the Fire Breath attack was a dive bomb, I would also like to point out. Oh, so we're getting those back. Yay. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying right now. Is like it. I wasn't impressed until the very end, pretty much. The music phenomenal, but I mean, I have a feeling the hard mode is not going to be that bad. And it also looks like we're not just using one small part of the steps of faith; that we are actually traveling between segments. Of so it. you think there's there's a there's a beginning slash end road? Well, um, I think what probably happens is you probably start on the end platform against Nidhog, and he probably knocks you back onto that middle platform, and then you uh -huh. get back onto the first platform. Um, that's what it looked like to me, because it definitely is at least using two platforms. I don't know if right. it's using the third one. And you could probably fall off of both of the platforms. So you don't think there's, like, in a um, kind of time frame like there was with... No, it's, if, you, if you all die, that fight's starting over. It's not like Vishap, <laughs> who's going to creep up for six minutes and be like, guys, we're fucking dead, but we got to wait for the right. shit to end. And then all of a sudden, just you respawn in the ads just at the very end, just start booking it towards the beginning. Right. And you're just like, that's actually how I tried to solo Steps of Faith back when it was like I won 80, I won 90. I, when I died, every I just ignored the ads as warrior. Every time I died, I would wait for them to almost reach me. And then I would t and then I would take the shortcut to Vishap. Be like, I have until they get to me. Do as much damage <laughs> as possible, please. Uh, and now it's way more doable. But it was still funny. Um, right. It, it looks like it'll be a fun fight. I just, I got to see more of the extreme mechanics because those are very clearly the hard mode mechanics that we're seeing there. They, they didn't show us anything of major substance. They, they never they do. do. Yeah, they never show us the extreme version because that's not what the trailer is showing. The trailer just shows the final steps of faith. It doesn't show final steps of uh, faith hard and extreme or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. It was fun, though, and I look forward... I'm, I wonder if the music's going to change on the second half of the fight, or if it's going to be, like, Answers, where it starts at one part, and then... It as loops you, that part until you get to an, yeah. another phase, yeah. And then by the very end, I wonder if it'll be just Dragon Song at the very end, or if it'll be Dragon Song all throughout. Or if they'll Sephiroth us, and it'll just be Power Man 5000 at the, <laughs> for the final half of the fight. Or, or a, or a uh, Dragon Song remix? Hashtag, hashtag sued. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe a Dragon Song remix also. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I mean, it, it's already kind of a, little, a tiny bit of a remix that we're hearing there, but only because of all the game sounds and whatnot. Uh, hopefully, the, uh, having the, the song in the, in the game doesn't mess up people streaming on YouTube gaming, because I know that a lot of songs like that are Nobuo Uematsu or have Susan Calloway in them, they tend to get flagged on YouTube... <laughs> If you're not very careful about the way that they're played, 
So <laughs> I'm uh, fingers crossed that that doesn't happen to anyone who ends up just wanting to use the track on YouTube for like a guide or anything, you know. Just I hope that doesn't happen to anyone who makes guides, right, Sly? <laughs> Dragon Song Dubstep. Yeah, that would be probably amazing. Somebody, somebody get on that right now. Some, yeah, no, just dubstep. Just dubstep. <laughs> I don't even know how to... I was going to imitate it. It's, I lost it. There you go. Okay. So, uh, moving on from that, from the main story, Final Steps of Faith, all that, we go into the Weeping City of Mach. Oh, boy. Geometry. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like we need to know the geometry. Ozma's just full of geometry. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you went super fucking quiet all of a sudden. Did I? Yeah. I don't know. Can you hear me? Sort of. Damn it. Man, you just... Guys, get him a fucking microphone, please. Everyone watching, right? He's fading. He's fading. <laughs> oh, man. That happened before, but it went right back up afterwards. Here's what... Oh, it... It... It changed the um, microphone audio on its own. I didn't touch anything. But you better it... keep that shit up on your screen at all times. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I am now. Yeah. Man, you have two really shitty headset microphones. Somebody get this man a real microphone, please. Anything. Anything at all. The Sly Mi the, the United Negro Microphone Fund. So let's see. We have, for, you, for you, we have the United Negro Microphone Fund, the United Negro Dragoon Fund, and then Sly, I mean, not Sly, then Ethis has the United Australian, Australian. Get, get Me to yeah. Fan Fest Fund. Yeah. Which we'll probably shout out at some point. For those who don't know, Ethis is going to be is going to do his damnedest to get to fan festival. So you better expect to give him your money. <laughs> what? Give him your money. <laughs> get this man to fan festival. That's all I'm saying. This man, I don't care about. I've seen him at fan fest once before. Yay! Whatever. He's he'll he'll be going though. All right. Oh, so then we have the weeping city of Mach. I really prefer calling it Maha, even though I'm not Japanese. No, it's Mach. We, it's, we, we, we've determined the name. We've I know. We've determined the pronunciation. It's Mach. Yeah, but in Japanese, it's Maha. So, like... Are we really going to go by the Japanese or the European no. pronunciation? Because good luck having me explain that. Oh, Maha. How the fuck do you get Maha out of M-H-A-C-H? Yeah, where, the, where's the C-H go? The C is silent. There you go. The C is silent. I came up with an excuse. Anyone can come up with bullshit, bullshit excuses. Mm -hmm. Look at how shit's pronounced in Final Fantasy XI. Shit's got like 18 consonants, one vowel, and they just throw a fucking landmark at the end of it. Anyway, so we have this 24-man raid, and again, the scale on this thing is ridiculous. <laughs> like, it doesn't even look like you're in the raid from the first, from the beginning of it to the end of it. It literally looks like you're in two different places. Yeah. Then again... Well, no, Void Arc had a consistent kind of motif going the entire time. So, yeah, I can, I can see what you're saying there. Yeah. It's two totally separate places. Once you get to the entrance of the Weeping City and once you actually get inside the pyramid, quote-unquote. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. It's I just, every time I see it, I'm like, I want to do more than one fucking raid in this zone. That's the only, it just upsets me that there's not more in this zone than just this one thing. Because this is, like, literally this place looks bigger than Heavensward zones. Like, that's the kind of scale. A lot of it's obviously blocked off and it's non-functional. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of it's for just scale. But mm -hmm. goddamn, dude. 
Like, add some collision. Like, if I can glitch through the walls in 90% of the zones and find collision in the most random-ass places, you could fucking design collision here and put a quest here and there. I'll take it. I just want to. I just want to do it. We literally you just want to freely explore. Okay, if yeah. that's the, if that's the case, would you be happy going back and freely exploring the void arc, or is that unnecessary? Well, I well, I mean, the thing is, we saw all of the void arc. Like, we went through the entire thing to the control room. Well, I mean, there's still a lot of background stuff that we probably missed. Yeah, for lore's sake, I wouldn't mind going back and analyzing it. But whereas it comes to the Weeping City, it's a city. It's not one ship, and we don't go through the whole city. We go from the literal outskirts of the city into the city, into mm -hmm. the, the center of the city, which is the pyramid, into the fucking alternate realm that is Ozma, because he's in a fucking anomaly when it comes to everything about him, into the tip of the pyramid with Califisteri from Final Fantasy V. Right. Which somebody finally did figure out that that's... Somebody pointed out that that was the last... Well, well it was a boss. It was the first boss that X-Death sense against you once he gains control of the void so no that does not mean x death will be in the fucking next part guys before anyone goes there we're, we're he saving him will the be in 4.0 though yeah i'm still banking on we're, that. we're calling that like, no 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 I, I, no, no, no. Say, I threw that out first i threw that out first like months ago we're getting x death i don't so here's the thing we're not getting i don't think we'll get x death i but i do think that we'll get like the fifth legion will be basically x death <laughs> The leader of the Fifth Legion will be basically X-Dev. Something He's like a Garlean. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just because that's what's about to happen to Regula, and we'll talk about that even though it's not in the trailer in a little bit. Right. But the Weeping City, a lot of new character models, a lot of fancy animations, and a lot of things I'm very afraid of for the day one in the Duty Fight. Like, by the end of week one, it won't matter, but, like, day one... Yeah. It usually gets sorted out third, second or third day. That's how that's how World of Darkness was. That's how Board, Void Arc was. It doesn't take a week. Man, Kukulin was, or Kuhulin, whatever, was just not a pleasant experience on day one. Kuhulin was a disaster on day one. I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't because I spent 16 hours fighting Sephiroth, and by that time everyone had figured it out, so I just went mm -hmm. in. It's like, thank the Lord. <laughs> Thank the Lord. And one of the most important things to point out, and this was brought up in the last live letter, was that they wanted Final Fantasy IX music in the Weeping City, and they didn't know if they were going to make it in. But if you listen, that actually is the Final Fantasy IX battle theme remixed. It's very indistinguishable unless you, like, really, like, put them side by side and listen. But So the devs got Final Fantasy IX on, on Steam? Well, you, know you know what's really strange? The only thing that that entire city has anything to do with Final Fantasy IX is Ozma. Everything else yeah. has nothing to do with Final Fantasy IX, but no. They're just going to throw it in there because of Ozma. Like, yeah, it's it's cool. I don't mind. I mean, the Final Fantasy II battle theme, I think it is, gets used for, like, you know how, like, whenever they do those, those like, things that show off the glamour, those videos where it's just, like, a bunch of poses and minions and stuff? That's like yeah. the, I think that's the Final Fantasy II or Final Fantasy III battle theme. And the one that gets used for B-rank hunts, I think that's all, like, that theme. So, I mean, they use that shit all over the place. They'll use it whenever. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, it looks beautiful. And since it'll probably drop by 230 stuff, it's going to be fairly relevant. Um, just like Void Arc was. Just to think about that, man, I have to work on my ninja anima. I have all five 24-mans to do. Like, a lot of 24-man <laughs> raids to do now. Holy mother of Jesus. Are you gonna are you gonna be upgrading some of your gear in in friggin' mock? In mock? Probably. 
What do you have that's not I-230? Pretty much everything else. Uh, Bird, which I haven't even touched. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, Other than that, my, my goon is good, but Bird, I really need to go back and touch it a little bit. Yeah, you confused me when you said Bird, because obviously we're getting a new Primal Pigeon with Neat Hooger. Neat Hooger. But yeah, I always call my Bard Bird. Birdman. Yeah, Bird, because it's the word. Bird is the word. We're getting that dance. Oh, that scared. So on the website, I just read, we read the website to see if there's anything we need to cover there other than the Warring Triad, which we don't really need to cover. But I noticed that when it shows the new emotes and the new dancing, it says, it references the Moogles. So that Johnny Bravo dance might actually be a Moogle dance. <laughs> I didn't, because it says that this dance, that the, the new emotes will, will whimsy, will whimsy something. I don't know. Are we talking about the disco pose that he had? The, well, I, I'm calling it the... No, no, no. The disco pose is, is a different thing. This one looks like Johnny Bravo's Do the Monkey With Me. Do the Monkey With Me. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Here, I'll read it, I'll read it word for Please word. Please don't get that. Sorry. Somebody, somebody gift that real quick. He realized way too late what he had, just, what he had done. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to read it word for word what it says when it shows that Lollafell's doing the monkey with me. New emotes with a wink and a smile or perhaps even a merry moogle dance. These new emotes will add a touch of whimsy to your character. And it shows them what looks like doing the And with the with the pompadour, like I said, the Johnny Bravo, the the Johnny Bravo. And you know what's even better about Giffen? It's not a Johnny Bravo hairstyle. It's not, but it's as close to a Johnny Bravo hairstyle as we're ever going to get and we're getting the do the monkey with me. Like, you know that, right? You have to think about those. And we're also getting the wink when emote. You have everything you need to womanize people to be Johnny Bravo. When I think of that hairstyle, I think of, like, Japanese gang members. I think of Kuwabara, mostly. Yeah, from, that's what I was... There you go. Say, or Most people refer to JoJo, which I guess is, like, a more recent anime thing. Did you just eat your microphone by accident? Did you just eat your microphone by accident? No. It looked, it looked like you needed to blow the microphone out of your mouth. No. Yeah. Hey, Kuwabara. Listen, Sabat. I need your shit right now. But anyway, moving on from that point to so Weeping City, you're gonna, you just, you're, are you not gonna do it? What if it's got music sheets, bro? Let the those... shit sell now. Listen, I sold one for 22k the other day, alright? That's better which than one, fucking which nothing. One was it? Which one was it? Circus Tower. One of the two from Circus Tower. There's two. First of all, what prompted you to go do Circus Tower? I need my I need my oils for my ninja anima. Oh yeah. <sighs> Don't fucking shake your head at me, Mister. Carry on, Mister One Anima over here. Carry, uh, Mister. Bitched out that's at one. That's all I fucking need. Do you think I want to do this shit like eight times? No. No, you I... do it twice. Do it for your bard. Nope. Be a man. Do the right thing. No. It'll be best in slot. You better be saving up those poetics and those lore tombstones because you're gonna need them, buddy. I have like my poetics are maxed. <laughs> They've been maxed out. I don't like. I knew this was coming. So phrasing. Um, I haven't used my poetics for anything. I've been getting like, if if I'd used my po if I would have used my poetics, I would have had like at least a ton, a shit ton, um, if it wasn't capped. But. Because I do my beast tribes, I still do my beast tribes, and every time I just do it for the uh, materia, 
and I always get that message. We cannot get any more poetics. Are you sure you want this? I'm like, fine, fuck it. Uh, I'm saving my poetics anyway. All right, fair enough. So how often are you going to do We Think City then? So, you know, are you gonna? Because here's the thing. There's because it, it's not like they've said that we're getting grade five material from it, like we did the Void Arc, or mm-hmm. uh, and we don't know about um, any other Machi farthings, like newer ones that we might get from it yet. So I guess the question is, you know, are we going to start with Machi far? I think we will. I think we'll be able to at least spend the Machi farthings on uh, accessory upgrades. The new Machi Wait, farthings. Well. Not the old ones. The ones no, 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 no. Like, the thing I want to know is when are we going to get to the point where we get um, the farthings for uh, weapon upgrades? Because that was a part. 3.4. We didn't get – the farthings weren't used for weapon upgrades until 3.2. It's mm-hmm. it's debatable, though, because the reason why they weren't used until 3.2 is because it was to upgrade to 2.10, which was the highest item level weapon available at the time. Right. I guess the question is now – like the thing is, they don't want Nid. Nidhog is not going to be two forty. He's definitely going to be I two thirty five weapons. Is right. The thing. So if they just if they give it to us through Void Arc, then it's like what the fuck? Like, like Nidhog is immediately rendered useless. I still don't think we're. I don't think we're going to see. People it will still do it, but it's no, they won't. Fuck, they won't. Like they'll beat it once. And I mean, never no, 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 no. Well, they'll beat it, but in they'll terms of fun factor of the fight. People will actually still go back and do it. Yeah, that's what you think. Not until people can roll over it and get their pigeon mounts. Like Ravana. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. There's a reason why people farm Ravana and Bismarck mounts more than they do Thornton mounts, because they want to roll over that shit. True. Yeah, exactly. Even though, even though I don't, I, I'm unlucky with rolls, as a lot of people have obviously seen. Um, not only with pigeons, but with just fucking anything. I roll for shit. Roll Sly rolls for shit, guys. Uh, if I, you I, got I, Dookie, he'll roll on it. God damn it. Dookie. Carry on. Carry on, I will. I will indeed. So what was after that? Let's see. We had the, uh, we had, um, what's it called? Is it a hole breaker? Like, I got to actually pull up the trailer and see the order. <laughs> yeah, that's what I had to do. I was like, what the, f-? we kind of went what out is, of What is the order? Yeah, because <laughs> I blame your ass. I had it all planned out and then you went out of order. And I was like, Sly, why are you going out of order? And you're just like, I hate you, Happy. That's why. That's the only reason. There's no other potential reason that I could go out of order like that and ruin the flow of the show. It's all right. I have it up right now. Yeah, I had a feeling. it was. I knew it was Moogle or Holebreaker next, which we kind of already kind of touched upon the Moogles because I started right. talking about the dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for a Beast Tribe that specifically says it's for crafters, there was a distinct lack of, cra- lack of crafting from this trailer. They literally just show them flying around on the mount and, like, making dragons sneeze. Pretty much. And then Moogle Miners. I like how both the Vath and the Moogles are literally just like, let's make these dragons our friends, please. I mean, the granted, the Moogles were already Moogles were already friends, and the Vath were, like, debatable because the Nath themselves were enemies with the dragons. But um, it was... I just don't know why they... I mean, they show the Moogles hitting shit with a pickaxe. Doink, 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 doink. <sighs> And they show how ridiculously you look flying around on a fucking dandelion. Uh, new mount, first of all. Yeah, that'll uh, be from them. Yeah. Crafter mount. You better have those crafters leveled. Use that. Who's gonna what? I wonder how many people are gonna actually. Whoever has crafting and actually wants to sit through ranking up their Moogle Beast Tribe quests, that's who. I got I got crafters at fifty. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> I, I never. I, 
have Crafter at 50. Yeah, actually, I th- no, I have two or three. I definitely have Carpenter at 50 as well. Yeah, that's that, that's the one. I have Goldsmith. Goldsmith, Goldsmith was the first one I did. Um, what was I going to – where was I going to go with that? Somebody will use it. I mean, I guess the bigger question is for the animal weapon. Like, for the 200 to 210 step, they used the Realm Reborn Beast Tribe quest other than the Ixal. I think this one's going to use heaven, the, the new step is going to have the Heaven's Ward Beast Tribes as one yep. of them. Yep. Why not both? Because that's a little bit redundant to have to use the Realm Reborn for both and then only use Heaven's Ward for the new ones. Mm. And then that only then that just encourages people to go back and do the Realm Reborn ones more because if they haven't done the 210 step yet, they can rank all those up and then they'll just kill two birds with one, well, I guess, daily in this case. <laughs> two birds for one daily. I don't know if I'm going to do these Moogles. Beast Tribes quest. Uh, when you get bored and start to work on your crafters, you will. Sly, it's been three years. You're telling me that now that's going to happen? <sighs> for me, it's been a matter of months. So it's not its not been as long for me. I mean, it, like, I'll get a momentary... Like, when we have a lull and there's not shit to do, I'll probably go back and do it, you know? Like, power level it through money. Because why not? Yeah, that fund's got to be used for something, right? Right. Exactly. Right. All right, so with that out of the way, the Moogles, we move on to... Let's see if I'm not mistaken. It is Holebreaker Hard Mode, which has phenomenal music, by the way. Oh, yeah. I am, uh... I'm actually impressed with uh, what I... It, it, it's totally different from what I thought it was going to be, which was another Hollow Tally. Um, it it kind of is, but it, it's like the ending surprised me. Uh, the final boss surprised me. All I want to know is why the fuck has he not been fighting with us before? If he's good, if he's strong enough to need four people to beat, what the fuck has he been doing this whole? What useless bullshit has he been working with before? I soloed Ralbon, and now you're telling me Mistbreak needs four people? Like, what the fuck? And then Merle, like, Merle is just sitting back, like he got popcorns. He is just sitting back watching this shit with a smile. I love that. <laughs> how much the um the city snakes their leaders like are so quote-unquote uninvolved like amrick's the only one who is hands-on I'll, I'll go ahead and say even for uh kanye senna mine don't call her kanye senna kanye senna she'll let you finish i promise uh, she'll, she'll, i'll let you finish I'll, I'll let you finish uh Nanima. i'll let you finish give me one second but um it, this comes to show how uninvolved they are amrick's the only one of the city-state leaders who is hands-on. He, he gets in there, he, and everybody else, nobody else took part of the grand melee. Merle, you are a machinist. You can do machinist things. She's not really a machine. She's a musketeer. Are we really going to call her that? Yeah, that's what she is. That's the musketeers. <sighs> that's what it was dubbed in the game itself. That is the musketeers guild. That's where they go to teach people how to use guns in Lisa Lamenta. But yeah, it just that was like Miss Miss Breaker, Miss Beard, Miss Beard. Excuse me. Um, when was the last time we actually saw him? Saw like him. Two point three, like Leviathan, and two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what prompted them to bring him up now more than ever? 
that's a i mean that's the thing is it does it does it end up even mattering that it's him that we're fighting like that's the question is it relevant at all that it's him we're fighting probably not it's probably just uh hey you've reached the end of our exercises so now fight the strongest guy here Rawr! that's what he does he goes Ooh! and he cocks his big head back and just looks like a knobhead a knobhead? Yeah, a knobhead. And then he just has treasure chests all over the place, which... Yeah, I wonder how that's going to play into the mechanics. I mean, I know I see them explode. Somebody opens one of them, and then they all... And then he shoots an explosion in all their directions, and then two of the closed ones explode. So I don't know. What if one was a mimic? Honestly, that's what it looks like. It looks <laughs> like if you open the wrong one, it blows up in your fucking face. Right. And, it's just, and it wrecks your mouth. That's what it looks like to me. I mean, honestly, it's a better looking... It's probably one of the better looking recycled hard modes that we've had since um, Amdapur and, and Wanderers. Good I don't know. I wasn't too impressed by some of the hard modes we got earlier, like friggin' Pharos hard mode. So are you uh, are you impressed with this one? Because on, on a scale of 1 to 10, like in comparison to Holotali, I think this is... Actually, better than Holotali. It looks. It looks better. I wasn't too excited when we went back to Holotali. It was like, this looks way cooler, and the music's way way cooler as well. So uh, what we're saying is the Twin Adder one is going to be the best one. Got it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where the fuck the Twin Adders are going to open up their shit. I still think that they should just use the West Shroud. They should just take the West Shroud, turning and turn it into a right. training ground, and then make it just make the West Shroud a dungeon. We're just we're never going to go back there. That shit. That shit was leveled. All right destroyed unlivable un unmoved like you can't even move across it it's just it's a complete disaster mm -hmm. all right so all right so then after that we had my favorite thing to pronounce the aquapolis aquapolis which doesn't really show us anything it shows us the cyclops boss that was mentioned last time but mm -hmm. there's a secret here in excuse me in the aquapolis teaser that a lot of people caught on to mm -hmm. there's di there's dyed dreadworm gear at this point in the trailer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's dyed dreadworm gear at this point in the trailer as they're going through the Aquapolis. So those what they did to first and second coil, final coil, looks like they'll now be getting some new recipes that they'll uh, have to be on the lookout for. Glamour is the true end game. Do you basically. think that drops in the Aquapolis? Do you think that's going to drop in Final Coil? I think it's just it's going to drop in Final yeah, Coil. It's in, it's in Final Coil. There's no reason to throw that into the Aquapolis. Yeah, I just think it was an odd time for them to specifically showcase Die Dreadworm. It looks like mostly the Aquapolis is there for Materia, Crystals, and then the occasional map item, plus like unique minions and stuff. Like It looks like it's there mostly for Materia. I wonder if you can get crafting and gathering Materia from it, too. Considering that you have to gather a map, theoretically, if you don't just purchase them. I can't see it. I, I can't see it putting in something that's more battle-oriented than anything. I don't know. They Yeah, I guess. Like, they said that they wanted to increase the the amount of ways to get gathering crafting material, and we're still kind of in the dark a little bit. No, I don't think they'll, like, they want to increase it, but they won't throw it over to the battle side. Like, here, like, you fight this, you get... You get gathering material. I just figure it could be anything. What? Like, fuck it. I'll get fire material. I can't wait to get to the seventh floor and get fucking fire five material. When, uh, another question. When are they going to throw that out? When are they going to just completely never. toss elemental material? They're never going to do it because it's there strictly for you to gamble with at this point. It's for you to take to the transmutation NPC and go, all right, this shit sucks. Let me make real material out of this. And never mind. I got water five. Yeah. Yeah. Or I got, or I got, or I got, 
Int 5. Extremely valuable materia right there. Int 5 materia. 10 out of 10. Would int again. Yeah. Uh, so it, then it, it doesn't showcase anything new other than the Diable Dreadworm gear, really. And then we get, uh, in, in, in very recent Hildebrand fashion, we get a flex and a send-off, pretty much. So, 20 minutes? Yeah, so 20-minute quest instead of 15 <laughs> yeah, minutes. Yeah, my last one was like 10 or 5. This one, 20 minutes? Well, the thing is, so we see this This looks like what happens basically just before Vivi is given like a Lalafelt body, mm-hmm. pretty much, because it looks like he's trying to learn from the Hildebrand family. And this literally has to be one of the first events we see after the end of the quest, because Hildebrand's still busted from when dear old daddy shoved him into the snow. Right. So... Uh, I mean, Gigi here, he's uh, he's learning he's learning how to flex like a mandrible man, and then he's and then Godbert's gonna give him a new body. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, looking at this section of the trailer, there was there, again there wasn't much shown. So that usually the it, thing about Hildebrand is there literally nothing more needs to be shown because this is all that is ever relevant to the Hildebrand series. That's true, but in the past when you when we saw the past trailers and we saw the Hildebrand part. We saw a certain something, and we knew, oh shit, we're getting a fight out of this. We're not yeah, getting, no, we're not getting out. a fight out of this. We're not getting anything out of this. Maybe and in three point five. That kind of disappoints me because Hildebrand actually is one of my favorite parts of you know Final Fantasy fourteen side quests. It, it, like there was a lot of substance to it, whereas in three point there, there hasn't been a lot of substance. I feel like they put Hildebrand on the back burner. And it's Hildebrand just, came back by demand. So they actually haven't man. they haven't had as much time to really develop this Hildebrand. They're kind of throwing they're kind of throwing it together as it as it comes. Like I mean, I say that because like three point two, like they didn't do it in three point one, three point two. They were like, oh, people like Hildebrand, so let's make a new storyline for him. Mm-hmm. And then that was the result. It wasn't like two point X where before two point even came out, they had this entire series. We had already seen Gilgamesh. Right. Art. That was planned out so far in advance. This is this has had less planning. Mm-hmm. So that's probably it's probably the result of that, in all honesty. So this is also, uh, I think the I also want to point out, I think this is the first time Hildebrand's popped up in a trailer and his music hasn't been present with him. Wait, was there no Hildebrand music? No, there's no Hildebrand. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll play the I'll play the audio right here. I'll play. The, I, okay. You won't be able to hear it, but they'll be able to hear it. Here. That's fine. It's more like a like a VV version of it. I guess it's it's barely distinguishable as his music, but it's like a GG version. It's like G. It's, it's almost like it's the Final Fantasy nine bit, or, or a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It's much less distinguishable as his theme, and it sounds more like GG's theme than over anything else. But it's it's definitely some sort of remix on the Hildebrand theme. It's now the first time it hasn't been his music though, like outright his theme. Now my question is. Where do you think the direction of Hildebrand is going to go uh, with the remaining patches that 3.0 has left? Do you think they're planning more for 4.0? I think there'll be one fight. Just one? I think that 3.5 you'll probably see a Hildebrand trial. And that's it for 3.0? Uh, yeah, and then I don't know about 4.0. 4.0 I think that they probably want to... They, they, I think they want to do something that's not Hildebrand, but like everyone kind of wants more of what we had in the 2.x series of Hildebrand. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe if if they people still want Hildebrand around for 4.0 or 4.x series, maybe they'll further develop something that was like the 2.x series. But it's hard mm-hmm. to tell because they're they're trying to do all these different new things, and I don't know if Hildebrand's going to necessarily be on that list of new things they want to try. Um, and then after that, we had the most exciting part of the trailer, by the way. Flower pots. Flower pots. Flower pots. Like I would just want to point something out. Fucking flower pots got a point in the trailer. Fucking boring triad, which at least has one solo instance, did not get shit. <laughs> Fucking flower pots got a spot. Because this is endgame. This is how you know even Square Enix knows this is endgame. You grow some flowers. Somebody watches you grow flowers, apparently, because someone's just sitting there watching the other person grow flowers. Breaking and then they're back. like, yeah, you did it. Fantastic. Breaking and then back. they put they put a flower in their hair and it's done. Maybe that's the crafter who makes who's making the headdress. So they're sitting there like, yeah, when you're done growing the flowers, I'll make it for you. Are you going to grow flowers? Are you going to put a weed farm in the basement of the of the the foxhole? No. No. It's yeah. not going it's not going to be a script club slash slash um greenhouse. Weed. Yeah, greenhouse. Nah. No. <laughs> Strip club in the front, weed house in the back. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And, then, and, then, and, then, uh, and then when they serve the brownies, you know what's going down. Yeah. There you go. And then the next thing was the uh, the new hairstyles, I think. Okay, I want to ask you something because I haven't been keeping track. How many Type-0 hairstyles are in the game at this point? Because at least one of these is a Type-0 hairstyle. Yeah, the, the hairstyle you saw was seven. Um, okay. Sinx is one. Uh, nines is another. Seven was there. Um, I want to say four. I can't remember who the, who the four. I feel like didn't they add four or five in one patch alone? I don't. I'm literally. I still don't have the esthetician unlocked, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay. Well, there's a bunch of new hairstyles. The pompadour, of course, mm-hmm. being one of the big ones. The Johnny, the Johnny Bravo slash Kuwabara, and it has physics too. Like when you move, the pompadour shakes. From left to right and stuff. So, good to know that hair physics are an important thing. Uh, then next they showed off. So, what was actually interesting is they lead the trailer by showing off the diamond the diamond feast gear. That's the very first thing that they show under new gear. Uh, looks pretty sick. I like how it looks on the characters better than I mean, than we've known like what it would look like. Yeah, but I mean, I, I forgot what it looked like on characters. Because like, you got to remember that in about six to seven weeks, the first feast season is ending. And these rewards are going to get dished out. So, yeah. And the thing about the thing about this is, a lot of people, a lot of people are taking a break from it. So, take advantage of it. Go feast. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're if somebody's seriously co- contemplating being in the top, however many percentages. Those people aren't taking a break. Those people are making sure they stay at the top. Like, if I look over at um, feast rankings for solo queue, uh, for Gilgamesh for Ether, I still see Nex, Chia, and Stragus. Um, and then Stragus is also third place in party rankings. So yeah, the people who are still serious about it, it hasn't really changed for them. Right. Um, it's the placings everywhere in between that you kind of got to consider. And a lot of people come back in 3.5, and when there's like a week or two left in the season, everyone who actually wants a reward is going to be like hardcore feasting if you really want the rewards the week or two before the season ends people will be going nuts um after that we see the beast tribe gear and i'm glad to see that they decided to do the vast dance with in the, the beast yeah yeah even yeah. though that i'm no, gonna I think, 
The Vanu Vanu, yeah, my bad. They, everything begins with a V nowadays. Um, the Vanu Vanu, um, I, it's good to see. The, is that? A, I think that's a female Hume on the left, or here, I should say. Um, yeah. But either way, like the female, like the females dance, and when I first got it, and everybody would start doing it with me, I noticed that the females dance is more a little more stiff. They're not like, into it. They're not into. They're as, not as into it as the guys are. They're just ah. Yeah, then they're just like, uh, okay. It's they like, look like automatons when they do all right, it. You ready for this analogy? Right. It, it's like when white people, okay, when white people are at like a fair uh -huh. and, the ch and the chicken song comes on and they're really into it. And now everyone else knows the chicken song, but white people get like into it. And I know. <laughs> are we calling this the chicken dance? Is the bottom of the chicken dance? It's the equivalent of the chicken dance in this case. Like, like you see, like, like, da -na 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 -na. like that's like white people get <laughs> really that into it. <laughs> yeah, they get really into it, and every and everybody else is just looking at you like, okay, and like they know it and they can do it, but they're not gonna look enthused about it. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, whenever I see uh, the female character models do it, they look like automatons. They look like robots trying to do it, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. See, you understand. I'm glad that you understand. There we go. So, and I see that the chat is agreeing with me in this problem. <laughs> okay, so uh, we get the different gear. We get the, the most scary looking outfit I've ever seen in my life, which is the pig outfit, which is from, I think, Final Fantasy. Oh, fuck. Which Final Fantasy is the pig outfit from? I can't remember right now. 10. It's not, no, 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 not, not, not the not the Moogle outfit, sorry. No. Yeah, I was going to say, and even then you would be saying 10-2. Yeah. Because that's what the mascot outfits were. And I'm 99% sure that there was no pig mascot. Uh, it's 4, Final Fantasy 4. I think it was Rydia. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah, I was of thinking of the Moogle outfit. I was thinking of Yuna's Moogle outfit. Yeah. Um, and then they show the, the crafter gear. Um, after that, they show Shatter, which we now know the rules of because they detailed them. And it's basic. It is. It's secure, pretty much, with you know, with permanent objectives that randomly pop up across the map, as opposed to all congregating people into one section. Not bad, but I'm still not convinced that Shatter is going to be particularly popular with the feast still around. Yeah, it'll be after the season ends. Um, I see. That's the thing. When this next season ends, the next season is going to immediately begin. The reason it'll be popular. Is they're gonna throw lore on it? <laughs> yeah, the, there's they're, lore they're, on the feast. Or just gonna be there for the free chicken? What if, we, what if they just took all the lore out of the feast and just put it in here? I would be amenable to that. Yeah. One thing that was pretty interesting about this was that um, in the initial English translation, it says we are in the Eastern Corthin. I don't remember if it was Highlands. Or, I just know that the English translation said we were in a completely different place. Than all the other translations. The English one shows, says that we are in the lowlands, where every other one says the highlands. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're in Eastern Corthus. That's all I really care about, to be honest. We're in East, it's in Eastern Corthus. And what do you know? <laughs> let's, let's read this very, very, no one could have seen that this was going to be the reason why we're fighting over this place, right? The remnants of that mad plane still litter the frozen lowlands, as well as the other ancient artifacts now laid bare. 
Though, uh, though the powers that are in agreement that Nail's data must be secure, they remain divided on the subject of how to best administer the region, which has prompted them to invoke the same laws which transformed Cartno and Sealed Rock into a battlefield. Where words fail, weapons speak. So whenever you say use your words, I'm going to say weapons speak. Words fail, weapons speak. I was going to say something about the pen mightier than the tongue, but I'm hitting in a sword, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so there's elegant stuff, and now we can see it, and now we'll fight over it. Again! Yay! <laughs> Yay! I could, Yay! I would have I never seen this coming. No. Who would have ever seen this reason coming? Why, would, you know, why else um, would we fight? And when I saw this, and me thinking about, like, all the other um, front lines that we do, um, in 4.0, do you think we'll... Once we get the next iteration of Frontlines, do you think we'll ever get out of the elegant style of um, Frontlines? We fucking or... better, dude. I want to capture the flag or something. <laughs> I want to capture a flag. I want to. I just. I want to defend a base. King of the I Hill. I mean, we kind of like every single one of these modes is at least a little bit King of the Hill. Yeah, pretty much. I want. I want like a traditional, just mode that isn't hold one of three points and then do something else on the map. <laughs> or in the case of slaughter, murder everyone, but sometimes murder different things. Regicide. I, I still want regicide. Alright, there you go. Yeah, capture the Alligan flag. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't want to capture any anything Alligans. Or defend an Alligan base. Yeah. We, we have occupied an Alligan base. We will now defend it. Why are we fighting over this area? Alligans. You ever see, you know that meme where it's the dude from the History Channel and it's just, he's holding his hands up and his hair is blown back? It's just elegance. Elegance. There you go. That's, yeah. that's the explanation for everything. Elegance. All right, next in the trailer was Deep Dungeon. And this was probably the best. Tartars. This was the best look we've probably gotten at Deep Dungeon ever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's unfortunate to know that it's not going to be when the past. Like a lot of people see this trailer, they think that this is happening like on 3.3 day. They don't know Ooh, that it's like not 3 .3 until. 5. Yeah, 3.35. In the past, they usually would say what patch it is. I just guess they didn't think that was needed here. But because seems... everybody reads, reads the uh, preliminaries. Yeah, everyone just reads preliminaries, which come out this Friday, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, preliminary patch notes this Friday. Looking forward to that. Um, so it looks like we are entering via the Gilmoran Ruins, which FS predicted the Gilmoran Ruins in the South Shroud, um, mm -hmm. South Shroud, yeah, by, uh, by Buckaroons, whatever it is, brothers or whatever, I don't know. Buskaroons Druthers. Buskaroons Druthers, there you go, yeah, by that thing. Um, and... I know that. I don't know. I don't know, it wasn't brothers, I'll tell you that much. Uh, we climbed down a ladder, and then... So, first of all, I want to point out that they made a very special point of showing this. Um, mm -hmm. they, they go in with four DPS. Right. It is, it is important to note that, that they, they kind of... I guess they kind of want to imply... Like, they want people to understand you don't have to go with the traditional uh, setup here. Composition, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in no way restricted, and you'll probably still be able to do it. It's more about overcoming, like, the gimmicks and just not dying to mechanics and stuff like that. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of gimmicks that you kind of get to see here. So first of all, to remember, these are randomly generated floors. Then um, Tartarus, again. Because, you know, that's the only game that's ever done a randomly... Fucking Diablo did randomly generated shit before your... The only, the, only, the only difference is, and it's the Grim Reaper. 
We don't know that. I'm still calling that. I'm still calling it's that. It's not going to fucking it. happen, Sly. I'm sticking to it. Edda is the Grim Reaper. Edda yeah, she's is... the Grim Reaper. She's not going to come to the floors when you're a slow piece of shit. Do you know that? I don't, but I can damn yeah, well tell you. I'm still going. Like, I, I wouldn't be. If, if Edda showed up. You, if Edda showed up on a floor, I'd be like, let's fuck this bitch up. That's what I would do. In early levels, really? I don't give a shit. In early, like, when you were early level, did you really want to fuck with the Reaper? No! You ran the fuck away, because you, if you got caught, you were fucking dead. Start over. This bitch ain't the Reaper. I fucked this bitch up once before. This ain't gonna like, be no all problem. All I can say is I hear the laughter, and that's not a part of the music. People are saying that the laughter was a part of music. No, no, no. No, that it really actually, does sound like it's part of the music. <laughs> it, it does sound like it's part of the music, but that was actually Edda, Edda. Like, not in the music. She's I'm, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell, because you hear it throughout the thing. Like, you hear it when she first appears, when it shows mm -hmm. her, but they really do make it... It does sound like it's part of the music. I'm still willing to bet it is. You're gonna hear her laugh constantly while constantly. you're in there. Constantly. Not because she's the Reaper, because there's fucking just her laugh is in the music. Because her laugh was part of this is a remix of the Tamtara theme, right? And her laugh was in that. True. Um, so you so you get to see a few things here right off the bat after entering the Gomorrah ruins. Uh, first of all, it's all for it's four DPS. That's the first and most important thing. Right. The second thing is that the weapons they're glowing the way that they're glowing. Mm -hmm. Now some people think we're getting new weapons. No. And I'm gonna be the yeah I'm gonna be the naysayer that says the only reason the weapons are glowing is to sort of remind you where you are and that you're not at full strength. Like the, like you're the you're level one when you first zone in here you are a level one dragoon you are a level one monk. You are useless, basically. I think all that the weapons glowing is signifying is that you are in that weakened state. I don't think these are new weapons. I don't think it's new glamour. I just think it's when you're in there, your weapons will look like that. I don't know if that's what you think, but that's what I think. Yeah, I just think it's part part of the quote unquote gimmick uh, slash mechanics that they'll glow as you as you level yeah. until you get max. Pretty much in a nutshell. Now, yeah. How, so wait, I want to ask you something, Sly. Okay. How does it feel knowing that for the first twenty six levels, you're just going to be spamming impulse drive inside of each dungeon? <laughs> I gotta know how, how it's gonna be to relive that exhilarating experience. Oh boy, this is awesome. Again. Yay. How how excited are you? I'm I'm can't wait. Can't wait. Do you think that they'll actually restrict your abilities or do you think they'll just like lower your actual effective level? I actually don't think that they will reduce the amount of because I think you'll be able to use all the abilities. I don't know. Because we don't know for a fact how the leveling is going to work, and then how at the rate the rate of how you will get your skills, and how many floors did we say there were? There, we we've been guessing. There's no definitive answer on that. Yet. Actually, okay. I don't think we're going to restrict abilities at all. If they restrict abilities, it's not going to be a permanent thing. I think that some maybe some floors or some instances may prevent you from using now, weapon you, skills, but that's about it. Now, you think they'll restrict the abilities or the potency? I don't think, well, the thing is, potency is relevant to your level and your total stats. Mm -hmm. So if, you're, if your gear is considered, as they've said, not relevant at all, like the gear you bring from outside, inside, is, it's fucking worthless. Right. Um, then it, the, therefore, the potency doesn't really change anything. It's all about whether or not you being level one inside there is a legit level one. Like, you have only your level one skill. At level two, you have your level one and two skill. 
Or is it that your effective power is drained to item level one or level one-ish, but all your abilities are still unlocked? Unless, of course, you get to a floor that... I just don't see how that would work. It fucking works the way it works in every other game that sinks except for ours. Other games have it perfectly fine where you sink down level and you keep all your abilities. Unless you really, really level at a fast rate, which you... Like each floor let you probably use, get. Let like... me use Guild Wars 2 as an example. Guild Wars 2, when you okay. fucking unlocked your abilities, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how when you sink to what level, you still have all your abilities. Mm-hmm. You have to unlock them the first time by leveling up, but after that, you have them regardless of your level sink. There's no reason we can't have that here. There's no reason we can't have it anywhere, but there's no specifically no reason why we can't have that here. Yeah, I got nothing. Like yeah, we we don't know, but I'm yeah. I'm willing to bet we don't actually lose all of our abilities. Kind of like the Metroid thing, you lose everything that you have at the beginning and try to get it back as you go through. Yeah. Yeah, that's they did that in the first Assassin's Creed game too, and that pissed me mm-hmm. off. Um so we get to see all this randomly generated stuff. They're going through with the four DPS, whatever. They end up fighting a bunch of enemies, Drakes, uh, the friggin' the useless boss. Now I will I will say this, like and this is kind of an obvious thing. Um well, I had to go back and like rewind because I kept seeing the succubus there, and I'm like, it's following them. No, like, it is them. I, it's them. It is them. <laughs> yeah, it's them. So th- before I get to that, the next thing that I see that was kind of strange is there's a point where they're in a room and the and it scans the it scans room. the room. Yeah. There's also a little glowing lamp in the corner, which is where you get your buffs and debuffs from, like uh, those they showed at a at a. PAX East. Yeah, PAX East. I almost said E3. E3's in two weeks. Um, <laughs> You're ready, though. Yeah, but I mean, at E3, there will be a live letter for Deep Dungeons, so yeah. I'm, just, I'm just ready for that. So the, it shows it's scanning the room. It doesn't show it have any effect, but it at least shows it's scanning the room. So I don't know if it's sort uh, of... Do you think it's like a be still mechanic? Like, don't yeah, move. No, because they move. move They move right through it. I'd be okay with that, but they move right through it. Nothing yeah. happens to them. But what, what's interesting is what happens next is it shows them all transforming into a different creature. Mm-hmm. But I've I, let me rewatch it again real quick before I say something stupid. Because yeah. it looks at one point like they used an item that turned them into that thing. So... Ella <laughs> 15. No, they do. They absolutely, they throw something on the ground, it breaks, mm-hmm. and they turn into a creature. So it is an item that you're picking up in there. It's not like it's a random transformation that you have no control over. They literally, like... They but do, the, do you know for a fact what you're going to turn into when you throw that that's, item? That's the question. Are you throwing down a Manticore transformation? Are you throwing mm-hmm. down a Succubus transformation? Um, I mean, that I can't tell, obviously, but they are absolutely forcing these transformations and these creatures. If you see somebody turns into a succubus and starts spamming, like, Void Fire 2. Yeah. Yeah, like, you see that at a few points. So a big part of this is going to be using these items and transformations, and that's kind of what we wanted to know about Deep Dungeon. Is it just going to be go through the floors, kill enemies, maybe pick up a buff or two? But it looks like they want you to be doing more than that, wants you to be considering using when you're going to use these transformations or any of the items you may pick up inside of there. And this is really what they mean by what you do inside of there, the items you obtain in there will be how you progress. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious as to the uh, the degree of which that this is true. Like, how necessary is this Manticore transformation? How necessary is the Succubus transformation? I think they would, in the end, like, it's a mechanic that they want you to use, but is not necessarily needed. I feel as if it's just 
you know, here's the power up. You can take it. You can use it. Don't really need it. But here it is. Yeah. And some people have pointed out that it might be based on the job you go in as, but therein is Dragoon, Ninja, Monk, Black Mage. And the, well, hold on, let me get this exactly right. The Black Mage and what seems to be, what seems to be the Dragoon turn into um, Succubi, Succubi, and then the other two turn into Manticore. So I don't think that's because there's there's three physical, three melee DPS on one caster. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a legit item that's turning you into someone you selected, or it's just completely random. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, and then they show, like in the very next room, they show someone who's a Manticore just beating the shit out of things, pretty much. They literally, that's just what they're doing. They're just running around beating the shit out of Adamantoises. Um, and then it shows someone as the Succubus... And then you can also see treasure chests in there. Like, there's all kinds of shit going on. Mimics. Don't open them. And then you you see here the ninja transforms into a succubus. And then then he starts casting Void Fire 2 alongside of the Black Mage, who's also casting fire stuff. So I'm just... There's a lot going on here. It looks like there's a lot of rules and gimmicks that we're going to have to learn. And then there's just the occasional, the whole floor gets fucked. I can't actually see if somebody uses an item to turn everything in here into... I think, but that's what I'm looking for. Like, that's what I'm looking for more than anything at this point is mm-hmm. trying to determine if it's, like, all of these actions are based on items that the players are using, if it's randomly generated because of the floor. But ultimately, it, it's a lot more involved than I thought it was going to be. Like, this trailer made me very happy. Made me Mr. Happy. Never again. That's the 20th time you've told me never again on the same joke. Never again. Again. Don't make me say it again right now, Sly. See, somebody tweeted me. Okay. Uh, yeah, somebody tweeted me the freaking just thing, the thing that I just told you about. Allegance. Yeah. See, somebody figured it out. Allegance. Yeah. He only tweeted it at me though. He didn't tweet it at you because no one cares about you. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Okay. Um, anyway, moving on. Where did it go? Where did I put the trailer on my screen? And then we get laughing little Ed at the end, who's had, uh, who's got her nails done, hair done, everything did because she. We don't see your face, but that might as well. We know that's her. How, well, besides the dress, how much of a change do you think Ed has gone through? I mean, her, well, I, I, the question is, is she still trying to bring back Avir, or has she given up on that? Because his head, his uh, head. She, she wants you now. She, she, she wants the booty. She wants your booty. She's like, you ruined my wedding. You, you gonna be, you gonna be my husband, though. She's going to chop off our heads and turn us into Avir's. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. All we know is we get her little laugh cry at the end. You see her in a mix of in the another part that's Amdipori. So, I mean, this, this place is going to have some sort of story attached to it. Do you think that that's going to be sufficient? Because we still don't know if there's any sort of reward for doing Deep Dungeon outside of just progressing through Deep Dungeon. Like the story uh, alone will be sufficient? Will it? Do you think that if there, what if there is no outside reward? There's no tombstones, there's no glamour, but you go through and it's just a matter of it's, you know, you're a completionist and there's story in here. Would that be enough again, to get you doing it? Again, we have, we're going to have the leaderboard. Okay. Uh, it, that's a solo, that's a later, solo leaderboard and it's not available at the launch. It's not available at launch, but we will eventually get it. Um, you know, I'm actually down for the lore implications. I am too. Yeah. I would play this strictly to learn more about Edda mm-hmm. and uh, and this and these ruins in particular. Like, what are these ruins? Why are they? Ruins. 
These ruins. What are these ruins? Oh, I don't want to take a summoner in there because they're going to ruin everything. There you go. Terrible. 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 You're terrible. You're terrible. Nope. It's terrible too. <laughs> that's that's my response. Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, you're stupid. There you go. Uh, and then after that, I mean, that's pretty much where we can conclude because we already spoke about Sorkai and we already spoke about um, yep. Need Hooger. There's two things we still need to talk about, though, for today. Okay. Okay, the first one is the Warring Triad. Uh, because that is strangely absent from this trailer. I understand there's no there's no trial. We understand that. There's no trial oh. fight here. The fact that Flower Pots appeared and the Warring Triad didn't is a little bit upsetting. So um, Flower Pots are the new Warring Triad? Yes. I mean, it, we did kill Seth, so flowers are supposed to bloom, I guess? Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. What, but, um, I mean, we know at this point we're getting a trial against Regula. That's all we know about the Warring Triad. I don't know how if I need to be a little excited, if I need to be very excited, and very importantly, I don't know if we're going to get Tower of Gods in 3.5 like I predicted anymore. Or in 3.55 or whenever the fuck they could do it. 3.5. No, no, no. We'll get Tower of Gods once we go through the other two warring But the problem is, three. unless we get both of them in 3.4, which is incredibly which unlikely. impossible. It's not impossible. They would have the, they would have the, well, they would have the rush. No, like, they wouldn't have to point. rush. They just wouldn't have to do... Fucking develop flower pots. <laughs> Again, quality of life. Well, it's not even quality of life. It's just random stuff. If you just call flower but... pots quality of life. No, no, no. Well, aesthetics. Aesthetics. Fuck it. Um, okay, we get. We would have to get a Warren Trad member in 3.4. We'd have to get one in 3.5. And then it, it, the schedule would be 3.4, 3. ain't going to be no 3.6. Don't go there. No, no, I'm not saying 3.6. 3.55, we would get the Tower of the Gods fight. That's what I'm I mean, thinking. Like that's rushed. Either that, or we get both fights in 3.4, which is possible. It's just not likely. Two trials in one patch. Why oh. not? Fuck it. Make yeah. it one. Make up one trial. Give me fucking accessories again. I miss that shit. Two warring triads in one patch. It, it, make another no. trial that gives me accessories, like the original Extreme Primals did. I'm down. Okay. I'm down. I'm down with the sickness. I, I'm just saying it's highly unlikely. The judgment rings, the hailstorm wristlets. Like I'm down. Give me the accessories back, baby. I want primal accessories back. I'm still saying Sophia's next. I'm going with Zervon. I know you're going with Sophia just to just to debate with me. Yeah, pretty much. And this trial, like that's the thing. Like, is this going to be like 15? I have a feeling where it's 15 minutes of Warring Triad, and I'm done. I think it's going to, I think Hildebrand and Warring Trad are going to be strangely the same amount of time to complete. <laughs> Which is not a great thing. It's not a great thing for Warring Triad. Hildebrand, it's not a great thing for Hildebrand, too, but I'm kind of used to it now based on what the first Hildebrand we got in 3.0. But yeah, I, I definitely want something a little bit longer than Warring Triad. Yeah, I agree. Reason. I was going to say it, I decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then there's one last thing that has nothing to do with this trailer. But mm -hmm. I, uh, I totally told people we were going to talk about it today and then totally forgot to tell you on, uh, Thanks! on Discord. Again, thank you. But what here's the thing. About, I'm, I, about? Here's the thing. You definitely knew this was coming. The seasonal event. The Gold Saucer event. Motherfucker, you love murder mysteries, all right? Have you done it yet? Make it rain. Have you done it yet? You motherfucker. Like, actually fucking mothers. And not in a good way. Okay. No. 
Like, they're fucking you, if anything. Yeah. It's a murder mystery. That's right up your alley. You're useless. You know that, right? Can Thank I get, you. Can I get everyone call Sly? If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching it now live, please call Sly useless. God, can I get any fucking patient for zero time dilemma? I'm sorry. I don't know what a fucking, like, I don't know how a murder mystery will 20 work. minutes. All right? You're good at murder mysteries. That shit would take you 20 minutes max. And and I also have gotten 200k MGP with barely any effort, and now I have my Fenrir out. Thanks, everyone. Yes. Yes. And you get an emote. Ooh. The, 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 well, it gives you an exclamation mark over your head. Ooh. Sly. It's like slide by a mic. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Hey, don't die. die on me. Yeah, if I do, this show is fucked. Anyway, so because <laughs> I can't even rely on my co-host to do the fucking seasonal event. Which, by the way, I did tell you at the end of last week's show, after the show was done, that we were talking about that next week. Because <laughs> we reminded everyone that we were doing that it was coming out. God damn it, Sly! You're fucking. I, I'm getting on after this. And you guys heard. Hold him to his fucking word, guys. Go to his I'll go. I will go to here. the. I'll go to the gold saucer, do my crackpot, and then do whatever the fuck this bullshit is. And you better not fail, because it took me like an hour, because I like refused to take the obvious hints, and I was like, it can't be that. It's too easy. And so I had to do it four times before I finally was like, fine, I'll just go with the easy one that I ignored the first time, and I was like, that was it. Okay. There we go. It's it's a good event. I like it. A lot of people are not liking it because it requires thought. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, that seems to be the number one complaint. I'm sorry. It's just the way you say it. I mean, it's, it's true. That's been what seems to be the number one complaint. Oh, It's so easy if you get all the hints, too. Oh, here's God. A, and, okay, so here's the thing. Oh, Even man. if you fail to solve the mystery. Holy oh, shit. Oh, my God, Sly. It requires... I'm done. I'm done. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Even if you fail to solve the murder mystery, you still get the seasonal item rewards. You don't even have to do it right. Oh, shit. Because they know that some people don't can't, don't give a fuck, and yet they're still complaint about it. It's not a particularly difficult seasonal event either. <laughs> you all right there? I'm good. It's just, it's crazy to me that you can complain. Like, this this was actually fun, and it was also good to see one of uh, a character that we don't really see outside of some other storylines mm -hmm. pop up a little bit here. I loved it. I was, I'm all for, if Yokai watches as good as this, I'll be happy. Because that's the next event, is the Yokai watch event. In like a month, and probably like in July at some point. But it's not a murder mystery. It's not, well, I mean, maybe it could be, you never know. It's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, you never know, but. Giant semen mounts? Like, it could be anything. 
It's, like I said, it's not a very difficult riddle. It's like, I, I stupided it up because I was like, I want to see what all the options are. And then I went by the very obvious one. I was like, okay, it was that. That's very obvious, like I said the very first time. Do the event. You and everyone watching, do the damn event. I will. Just use your brain. He says use your words. I'm saying use your brain. That's it. And even if you don't want to use your brain, just go fucking use fail thought. it real quick. Think about it. <laughs> it requires thought. Man, I mean, that was the problem. It seems like everyone's like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't want to think. It's like... I don't want to You think. generally think of MMO players as intelligent. Generally. At least as thinkers. As thinkers. There is a lot of thought required. They think a lot of things. Yeah. Us MMO players, we think a lot of things. We do. There's yeah. a lot of thought. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of people who have lack thereof, apparently, because of this event. Yeah. I mean, that's just my... I mean, that's my thought at the very end. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, I will say that is one frustrating thing. You don't find all the hints. You don't have the right options to do it correctly. You need to find all the hints, or you can't. your character cannot literally solve the mystery. Even if you personally found enough hints to figure it out, if you do not find all the hints, it won't let you follow that it train of thought. It works like a murder mystery, then. It, it's exactly a murder mystery. You can't advance. You, you can't advance the story or, or the right evidence. Without evidence. There you go. Yeah. It's like, that's definitely what it is. Okay, prove it. I just know. You don't have proof. Fuck you. Idiot. Fuck you. When does that work ever? <laughs> yeah, you don't have proof. You have you never you seen Law Abiding Citizen? <laughs> Show me your proof. Phoenix right? Uh go watch Law Abiding Citizen. You'll understand that uh, how how proof is needed. Just yeah. pretend it's the American yeah. government. You'll be fine. Alright. Let's see. Okay. Um and then I, I I like this one. I'm looking forward to the Yokai Watch. I never thought I'd say that. The, I mean I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Lords <gasps> of Verminion expansion. I'm looking forward to the new Lords of Verminion expansion, the Yokai Watch. By the way, I finished all the challenges, finally, because of my because of the Make It Rain campaign. Got that Twin Tanya minion, baby. Your clap sounds like shit through your microphone, by the way. I don't care. <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything else I missed? Other, no, I don't think there is because the so the website is still missing. Aquapolis, Palace of the Dead, Frontlines, and Animal Weapons. Now, do you think there's actually a reason for this? Because they do hold off a lot of stuff Not from, really. from, pre, well, from this and preliminaries, and then once you get the final notes, then it shows up. No, I don't know. I don't think there's a particularly important reason why Aquapolis... I mean, Palace of the Dead we probably won't see until actually after 3.3 launches. I don't see that actually being filled in there until, like, around E3 time. Mm -hmm. um, but, front, but, like, why Frontlines? We literally have the post on the Lodestone that details Frontlines, that explains the new Shatter. Like, there's no point for it to not be here. Animal Weapons, we've got the screenshot from Fan... From, uh, from, I almost said FanFest this time. Yeah. From, you're from, you're from excited. East. Yeah. From East. And then Aquapolis is in the trailer. Like, why are these things not present on the website? It's like... It's almost like whoever writes up the website... And I'm sorry if this is anyone on the community team. Anyways, it's like if somebody writes up the website... And it's like, I don't want to fucking finish this. Just make it live with what it has. I'll finish the rest later. <laughs> Finish the rest later. Fuck it. Oh man, that's pretty much how it feels. 
to me when I see that this that when things like this aren't done. So, uh, but it doesn't look like there's uh, too many other things. That being said, uh, as we said, the preliminary patch notes are this Friday. Any Friday. surprises? You're no, thinking? no, there. The the surprises come up once the actual patch reading happens. That's Not when the really. surprises. Come up. Not really because here's the thing a little here's okay here's preliminary patch notes we're gonna tell you everything here's full patch notes no we're not no no no. listen here's full patch notes Uh here are the recipes we withheld from the preliminaries plus any current bugs that we know about that is the only difference between preliminaries and full patch notes and with the 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 monthly monk buffs (laughs) i'm still waiting to see if diadem makes its appearance because they did they said that they had more updates coming to it so you think Diadem is going to make a random appearance? I do think Diadem is going to make some sort of appearance there. It, it, something's going to change with the Diadem. Uh, if, if anything, it's going to be a small change. It's going to be the, they the said it was most four, noticeable change. They said it was four major updates to it. Over 3.2, 3.3, 3.4, and 3.5. The major. That's what we need to see. That's the first, the first update. The first definition update. definition of major and our definition of major because not a lot of people take Diadem this seriously are two different definitions of major. Yeah, because the first major update was the reduction in the amount of time you could spend in there mm-hmm. and the reduction of the ethereal currents, which was major because that was a big complaint people had. But mm-hmm. the other things they said they wanted to give it direction. That was the next thing they wanted to say. When you're in there, you should be trying to achieve things. You shouldn't be sitting on one island and grinding. <sighs> That's gonna take the fun out of it, in my opinion. Because it doesn't need direction. It is the wild, wild west, and that's why I love it. You can go, you can go do, you can go have direction first, like we had. You can so, still do whatever directions you want, but they want you to feel good about completing things, not just sitting there and killing three dinosaurs so, over and over again. I mean, it, what are you gonna do? Add more optional objectives? That's I mean, it's, I it's, it's more about making it so there's reasons to, as a group, go island to island. Not sit on we one island. We already have reasons. Every one up. of us have an individual reason for being there. Nine out of ten, fishing. They don't want you to have an individual reason. They want you to have a concentrated reason. <laughs> no, let me fucking fish. I don't want to do anything else. I'll get the shit, the first shit done, and then get the flying, and then go get some retribution staff or pterodactyls. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't touch my shit. I'm there for a reason. I need to make money, and if you add shit on there, I'm not going to be able to make money. Motherfucker, just fly out there with your free company airship. <laughs> your silence is reassuring. <laughs> I mean, we do have four ships right now. Yeah, there you go. Um, what was I going to say about that? Uh, I want a reason to go there that's, like, meaningful. Fishing. <laughs> Fishing's not a meaningful reason. Yes, it is! <laughs> what are you talking no, about? Not. Of course it's meaningful. You make money! It's not meaningful. It's not meaningful at all. There's no soul. Um, I, I, I want to see more things like the Ultima event that happens there. Where when the Ultima weapon weather happens, nine fucking Reflasias spawn and they all drop bonus shit. I want some more shit like that. I want it to be like when it's hyperelectricity, fucking Coral Regina spawns in like the middle, like one of the middle islands or something, and has like fucking automatically spawns a fucking gold chest or something. I want events like that happening in my diadem, not fucking let me go touch this crystal and then hold my dick over the water to get some fish. 
which is all it is. You don't like holding your dick over the water to get some fish? No. Nope. You don't like noodling? I, no, I don't like noodling? It. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Dinosaurs using meteor is definitely not incentive enough, because that is the one dinosaur I don't want to run into. Take that back. The fucking Wisent is the one enemy I don't want to run into. <laughs> Let me fear. Let me fear you guys constantly, and make sure your movement speed is slow as hell. Um, and then, okay, so that's what it is. So we have die. So that's my surprise. I'm expecting Diadem to make an appearance there. What are your plans for Tuesday? Main story. Main story. Um, dungeons. So, so main story is main story. Sorkai Nidhog. Yes. Okay. Definitely trying to do Nidhog uh, hard or normal first because as a group. Later on that night for raid, we will be doing Nidhogg stream. Like we we scheduled this out. We made like as he even told us, make sure you get Nidhogg normal done because once we get on to get on at eleven, we're doing extreme. Okay. Fuck Midas, we're doing extreme as a okay. group. Okay. Um. As far as anything else, uh, that's pretty much it. That'll probably be the week trying to get through or like the first few days trying to get through extreme and then after that it's just meh. Meh. how long do you think the main story is going to take this time excluding the time it takes to like do Read dialogue and shit. yeah i mean like strictly like story how long the story is up not it's going to take me 30 minutes to beat sorkai it'll take me 30 minutes to beat nidhogg like the actual story elements <sighs> how long did it take me last time it took me about between an hour and a half to two hours Huh? You slow as fuck, dude. Hey, I like to take my time. Take breaks and shit. Um, roughly around the same time. Okay. Two hours That's then, it. roughly. I think it'll probably be pretty long just because I expect us to have like a 20, 25 minute cutscene at some point. I expect us to have that warning that they give you, you better sit down, motherfucker. Mm, I don't expect that warning here. I, I I expect it with the final steps of faith, like as the battles unfolding, kind of deal. <laughs> if we do get it, it'll, it'll be a warm welcome. I, I, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll grab I'll grab a snack, I'll grab some beer. It's fine. Give me one second, and then come back and watch everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's the thing is, I'm I'm looking. F I want that one because that's the thing. Those are the best cutscenes in 2.55. Oh, those yes. long ass cutscenes. Mm -hmm. So if they can if they can orchestrate that to happen again, I will more than welcome it. If we don't have it now, we will have it in 3.55. So of course. And the thing about that is, it where that happens so soon and so often. I, like I wouldn't want that to be a thing within each patch. Okay. Uh, make sure you got some time because this is gonna be this is gonna be pretty lengthy. Every so often is fine, but every patch, no. That's why I just don't think it'll be it'll be until three point five five. All right. So let's see here. What else is that? It is that it? Because main story is only two hours. Yeah. What else after that? Grunt. Oh, uh, anima grunt. Hey, that's the answer I was looking for. Yay. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, not again. Slide. Listen, you understand I still have that. Yeah, I know, I know. Where is it? That's not it. That's the salt canister. <laughs> I have the salt canister handy if you want that. Sure. There you go. All right. Just for you. Thanks. Uh, so my plans, I know, are very – I literally want to complete the patch that day. <laughs> 
<laughs> including anima? Including, inclu no, well, probably not including my animal weapon. That would be okay. fucking ridiculous. Pretty much. Um, yeah, so I'm going to assume for me, probably same deal. Main story first, uh, Sorkai, Nidhogg normal, probably right into Nidhogg extreme because I want him beat within like maybe four or five hours. Yeah, because you want that video up so everybody everybody can say on, on the uh, party founders, if you haven't watched the video, do not join this party. Because that we're not going to get enough of that first or second day. We never get enough of that, to be we honest. We never get enough of that. We need more of that forever. Ever. Uh, and, okay, so after Nidhogg Extreme, um, I want to do the other dungeon real quick, Holebreaker. I want to get an Aquapolis group going. I want to complete the Weeping City of Mach. And most importantly, I want to queue into... A8 Savage in the Raid Finder. <laughs> you really want to test the water for Raid Finder, really? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Look, hope you have alcohol. <laughs> Not at that hour. I'll have coffee. Have coffee. You damn right. Uh, that's, I just, I want to do it. <laughs> I got to test it. Okay, here's what I actually want to do with the Raid Finder, though. I want to go into A5, 6, and 7. Click click that I want it to be um, a, 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 a farming group, or whatever the name of the option is, and see how successful a farming group in the Raid Finder is. You, do you want my hypothesis? I would love to hear your hypothesis. Not fucking successful at all. But everyone in there has already beaten it. Since when is a clear party ever a clear party? When is a farm <laughs> party ever a fucking farm party? We, we cleared this. I mean, it, now we have legitimate ways of knowing if you have or have not. And then the most clear or farm parties, but people who have cleared, you know, go completely south. It, it doesn't work the way it's intended. And I, and I honestly think, it, while good intentioned, it's not going to work the way it's intended. I actually think it will be moderately successful only you, because it... You will be so fucking stressful with it. Like, oh, of course it's going to be stressful. But here's the thing. I have a feeling that this is what's missing in the formula for people who are level 60, who have not gotten to raid yet. Because the number one problem they have is they have no means of getting experience. Now they don't have another player looking them in the face and go, fuck you, go beat it before you talk to me. Go watch video! They could still do that before they go into the raid finder. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, now they can literally be like, okay, I need raid experience. It's not the greatest, or probably, I don't know that we'll win, but I can go into the raid finder and I can try. It's basically trying, do you understand that the raid finder is basically trying to force the Japanese progression mindset onto us, right? It is exactly and what... it's not going to work. When, when, has ever, when has the Japanese mindset ever worked for North America? Never. That's because it has never been shoved down our throats and made a feature in the game. Oh, okay, okay. That's true. I'll give you that point. Um, but, I like, trying to force-feed us this way, I don't think it's it's going to, uh, like... I think a lot of people are going to get clears this way. And then they'll be like, hey, guys, I beat A5 Savage. And you know what? Honestly, if I was recruiting... And I was like, I was trying to make like an A5, A6 Savage raid. And I was like, I beat A5 Savage in the Raid Finder. You fucking really? Get in here. I fucking trust this guy. Get in here. And then you find out he was the guy who was dead for like the last 40% of the fight. while he came. Besides the point, anyway. Um, I have faith. 
I don't. I have faith. No. <laughs> and I can't wait to hear how much better the Japanese use the Raid Finder than we do. Uh, of course they're going to use it better. It's their idea. <laughs> when was this ever a North American and European idea? When of we course saw it's going to be we, their thing. When we saw the Japanese use it, we were like, wow, I wish we could do that. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> oh, man. Sad face. <laughs> and if anything, you know what? It makes a great joke for State of the Realm. <laughs> <laughs> always there we go if it's if it doesn't work at all for us it makes a great joke for state of the realm you wanted this is savage squared <laughs> there we go oh man all right on that note guys we had a pretty long show this week because we were talking about the trailer so we're gonna wrap i things. did not think it would be that long giggity phrasing there you yeah. go but we had a nice long game a nice long talk doing? Oh, all right. I just throw that in there. Go ahead. There you go. All right. So, uh, on that note, we're going to wrap things up, move over into a short little post show, and then I'm going to go eat some food because I'm fucking hungry. I'm hucking fungry, dude. Hucking fungry. I'm hucking fungry right now. Sly, why don't you tell them where they can find you at? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, aka Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Plot 14, Ward 5 of Behemoth in the Lavender Beds as Fox Sly. You can find me on Mateus, which I haven't been on in a while, as Sly Aka Great Fox. Uh, where can they find you, Happy, if they already don't know? And if you don't know, you've been living under a rock. But where can they find you? Mr. Happy 1227 everywhere. All right, on that note, we're going to wrap things <laughs> <laughs> Shortest, there shortest you go. fuck ever. There you go. I mean, like, just Google it. Like, you'll... <laughs> you can find me at Mr. Happy127 on Google. And that will on take you... Google. That will no, take no, no, you... No, he, he's that grand. You can find him on Google. He can Google I can find himself. you on Google. Look, I, I guarantee you I can find you on Google. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Found you on Google. Look, Sly, twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox on Twitter, on Dream Network... I found you on Instagram. I found you on PSN. I found you on Treat Stream. <laughs> Did you find me on Smite? I found you on obsproject.com. I found you on SoundCloud. I've, like, I, literally, I found you on Twitch Alerts. However, when I type your name on Google, it says searches related to Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. And it says Mr. Happy Final Fantasy XIV. God damn it. Mr. Happy Twitch. Because I'm apparently a part of Mr. Happy. There you go. Here, I even yeah. found, I found, uh, I found you on MySpace. Yeah. 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 Hey, you lost weight, Sly. Yeah! Yeah, not a thing! <laughs> I found you on DeepBot. I found you on Discus. I found you on TweetBeer. <laughs> Dude, you're more popular on Twitch, on, on Google, than I am. God damn it. <laughs> I found you on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This really? is, it still says that searches related to you are me, by the way. I'm just saying. Oh, by, by the way, by page three, it was I started finding things that weren't you. Right. Except here on uh, Blizzard Overwatch streams. Here you go. Right. <laughs> that's, that's it. All right, on that note, guys, we're going to go on a post show, so we'll see you next week where we will be reviewing our first day of Patch 3.3.
Hooray! Yay! We'll see you next week, guys. Thank you for joining us. See you next week!